Hi, and welcome to Simply Happy Conversations. I'm Narelle King, and in today's solo episode, I'll be sharing ways to reduce school lunchbox stress and help you and your kids prepare simple yet nutritious lunchboxes so that they're able to concentrate in the classroom. Let's jump into this Simply Happy Conversation. Welcome to Simply Happy Conversations. I'm Narelle King, professional organizer and yoga teacher. This podcast will help you create a more organized, functional, and simply happy life. I'll be sharing conversations with other health and organizational experts and solo episodes with tips to help you simplify your life and create a clutter-free and more organized home. Thanks for joining me for today's solo episode. We're going to be talking about lunchbox stress and three different ways I'm going to share to help you reduce that stress. So from kinder to year 12, you'll either be making or making sure there's food for 2,600 lunch boxes and times that by the number of kids you have. And you might be looking at 5,200 if you have two kids. If you have four, it's like 10,400. That's a lot of lunch boxes to be thinking about over a space of 14 years. So the three ways that I'd like to share with you that you might be able to implement in your kitchen to help you reduce this stress and also make simple yet nutritious lunchbox ideas that will help your kids to concentrate in the classroom. So number one is involve your kids. Now there's three different areas you could involve your kids in. It might be all three, but we'd love to just have one of those areas to start with. So maybe it's around buying, deciding on the lunchbox that they're going to be taking to school could be a really small way that we get them involved in thinking about lunchbox. The next thing could be getting them to come to the grocery store with you if that's not too overwhelming. I know for my children it was and that wasn't a a thing that we did, but now they'll help me online. So they'll buy the things or tell me what they'd like if we need things to make or they'd like particular packets of things to take in their lunchbox. Also around fruit as well, what fruit and veggies they might want that week. The next way you could involve your kids is by preparing. So getting it out in the morning. So it might be just getting the lunchbox out of a drawer or a cupboard and having it on the bench. So they may just go and get that for you. So then it's ready to prepare. Maybe it's the night before if you prepare your lunch boxes. It might even be just that they're adding one thing. It might be a piece of fruit or it might be a packet of a snack that they place in the lunchbox. But just getting them slowly involved is going to help to build their motivation around it and eventually build that independence that they're going to be making the whole lunchbox, hopefully by themselves for you. So the next thing to involve your kids is making. So maybe helping to bake something. It might be cookies. It could be brownies. It could be muffins. There's so many different things that they could help you make prior to the school week. They could be helping you that cook those snacks. It might be cutting up using like their knife skills. All of these are great things to involve kids measuring. Maybe they're measuring the ingredients for you. Maybe it's just the mixing and licking the spoon at the end as well. So number two is plan the week ahead. So we need to look at what we need to purchase from the supermarket, whether we're buying some snacks or whether we're going to, and they're pre-packaged, or whether we're going to be making and what we can bake at home and pre-make for our lunches on the weekend, or can we prep 
things from the night before. We're also going to be thinking about the seasonal fruit and vegetables because that's going to help us to reduce the cost. Most primary schools have a time in the morning between recess and when they started to have a break. And this break is when the students can usually move around, but also are able to eat fruit or vegetables. So if we're putting in things that are in season, it's definitely going to taste better. And it's going to be something that possibly other people in the classroom have as well. So they're going to be more excited about eating whatever it is that they've got because other people are probably eating the same thing. So some of the ideas around planning the week, things that you could include in your lunch boxes are like that vegetable and fruit cut up, the easiest thing that we can do. Muffins, you could make biscuits, your own biscuits, choc chip, Anzac type biscuits, shortbread. Could then also freeze those. So that is a great one around choc chip cookies. We make them in advance and we freeze them and we'll have some this week and some next week. Scrolls are another one where you might use a scondo and you place some filling and roll it up and cut it up and cook it. And again, they are great because you can put them in the freezer and just do frost them on the day that you need them. Another one is pizzas as well, little small mini pizzas that you could cook. And again, I've seen people put them in the freezer and pull out on school mornings. Wraps, small pancakes or pikelets that may even have vegetables in it and be like a savory mix as well. Maybe it's like those chia and nut balls that they've made and the, the child has helped you with those hard-boiled eggs with the shell peeled off. Maybe it's like cheese, little pieces of cheese cut up with your biscuits taco boats with uh, things that the kids like. Maybe it's only like cheese and a little bit of carrot and maybe a piece of chicken in there. Maybe it's also muesli bars, so homemade muesli bars, sushi, rice paper rolls. It could be a little small salad of all the things that they like, little mini quiches, dip and flatbreads is a great one as well. Maybe even little tiny forks. I've seen these in students' lunchboxes with different fruits on the end of it. And also like looking at your sandwiches and even thinking about using cookie cutters to make them into shapes is going to encourage kids to eat things. Anything that looks fun is definitely going to encourage them to want to eat from their lunchbox. The Root Cause is a business here in Australia that has developed lots of resources online that you can access to help you with getting your kids involved and making these great ideas for lunchboxes. My kids have been involved when they were a lot younger. They loved the knife skills that they learned and some of the smoothies that they made and the recipes as well. So from them, the data that they've collected is over 20,000 lunchboxes in 90 Australian schools. They found that 70% of lunchboxes contained a sandwich for their lunch. And it was either 55% of those were filled with a spread. So your Vegemite, your jam, your honey, peanut butter. And so things that we can think about ideas to increase that nutritional value in it with the sandwich is to choose a nourishing fat for the spread so it might be mayonnaise butter avocado or hummus and then when thinking about the bread like is it wholemeal or a sourdough i know that one of my kids much prefers white bread than wholemeal but you could try one slice of white one slice of wholemeal to try to encourage them to try 
the different breads. We also want to make sure that we're trying to add some sort of protein into the filling as well as some sort of vegetable. Now it might be that you try the protein first and then you get the vegetable. Whatever it is, we want to build this up over a period of time. It's not something we're just going to throw onto our kids. Okay, now we're eating salad sandwiches, but we can slowly build this up. Another thing that I've heard from a nutritionist was to think about adding a glow, which is your fruit and veggies, to make them appealing, the grow, which is the protein, or the go, which is the carb, and that's the fuel. I really loved that tag, glow, grow, and go, the three Gs. It's a great way of remembering what to add into our sandwiches. Also taking into account sensory seeking. So sensory seeking is when we're looking for, maybe it's cold or maybe it's something crunchy. And for my children, I had both kids will sometimes be sensory seeking either one of these things. Thinking about crunchy, that they might want pretzels or carrots or corn chips, things that are going to make a crunch sound and they're getting that input through their ears but also in their mouth. Another one is cold and both my kids love cold items like frozen peas and frozen blueberries so like a smoothie that's left over I will freeze into an ice block and they might have that when they come home from school and it gives them that cold sensation you could try this in your lunch boxes the other thing to remember is the other end of the spectrum and that's the sensory avoiding and when kids are feeling anxious they're going to be looking for the comfort foods they may not and they may avoid those sensory seeking the crunching type foods so just something to think about when lunch boxes are coming back and they're still full what is the reason around it this leads us beautifully into number three balancing the cost with convenience Lots of people are working, juggling lots of things. Maybe it's also aging parents or other things that are competing for your attention. There's just maybe we need to look at convenience and what pre-packaged nutritious food we could actually put into a lunchbox. Also taking into consideration high school, which we are right in the mix of right now with my own two children. So they're heading off to high school and when they get there, they don't have the time to sit and have their lunch in the classroom like you do in primary school and they have a set time. It's like go straight outside from class and then if they take out their lunchbox, they've got to carry it around all lunchtime, which if they're sporty kids and they want to be running around on the oval, they do not want to be carrying a lunchbox around. So we need to think about how can we help them to be able to grab something nutritious on the run out of a lunchbox to take straight outside in their pockets or in their hands, and that's easy and convenient. So I hope by sharing these three ways to reduce lunchbox stress, you could save some money time and energy preparing simple yet nutritious lunchbox ideas for your kids. So it's number one was involving your kids either in the buying, the preparing or the making of the food. Number two was planning the week ahead and number three was balancing cost with convenience. I'd love for you to share with me on Instagram, Facebook, or join the conversation in the Simply Happy Organization Facebook group about your favorite simple nutritious lunchbox ideas. Thanks for joining me for Simply Happy Conversations. Thank you so much for joining me for today's Simply Happy Conversation. If you're looking for a safe place to sell or donate your no longer needed items, then come join the Simply Happy Organization Facebook group. 
You'll also find storage solution ideas, organising hacks and tips, and makeovers to provide accountability and motivation for you to get started in your home. Head to Facebook and join the Simply Happy Organisation Facebook group today. I'd like to acknowledge the Wadharam people of the Kulin Nation on which this podcast is recorded as the traditional custodians of the land. I pay my respects to their elders, past, present and emerging.